Shabbos Dav Kuf Aleph. Today's email comes to us from Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing in Muncie. And he says, he's a 34-year-old Hasidish younger man with a beard and payas, and he's never really enjoyed learning up until this point. He started to have true Ahavas Atari, he says. He realized that he's a visual person, and because the sheer involves so many visuals, he started enjoying learning. And finally, after a whole long email here, he writes, Believe it or not, Shabbos afternoon, instead of taking books out to read, what he's used to doing, he takes out a Gemara to Chazer Old Dapim. It's crazy. I never knew I'll be on that kind of level to enjoy learning and to do Chazara on Old Dapim. Keep up the good work. You have a big schus in Shemayim Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing, Aleva Hatzlach. We were discussing if a person is on a ship on Shabbos, he could draw water either by making a heker with some sort of rod or making a frame four by four tvachim, and he goes through the frame, and the frame has a good aches mechitz all the way to the water. What about wastewater? The Gemara says, you don't want to spill the wastewater in that frame, because you'll be disgusted to draw fresh water from the same place. Rather, what you can do is spill it on the boat's wall, and then it goes down. That's called koichai. It's an indirect force going down into the water. And when it comes to a karmelis, they were not geyser on koichai, his indirect carrying on Shabbos. The Gemara brings, Araya, it says that the Tanakhama says, you do not carry from a ship to the ocean, which is a Karmelis, and the ship is a Rishusai Yachid. You don't go from the Karmelis to Rishusai Yachid. Rabbi Yudha says, if the inside of the ship has 10 Tfachim, but the outside wall of the ship is less than 10 Tfachim, therefore you are not allowed to carry from the water into the ship, but you could carry from the ship into the water, and we have to explain, like we just said, you spill the water onto the ship's wall and it goes down, and that's Kaychai. Rashi points out that if the ship was ten tochem above the water from the outside, then it would be mutter to carry from the water into the ship because you're going through a mokim p'tur, over ten tochem's mokim p'tur, and you let it go from a karmelis to Rishasayachid through a mokim p'tur. If you have a very, very small boat, like a canoe, a kayak, that starts out on the top it has four tvachim. And Rosh Hashayachet needs four tvachim by ten tvachim tall. The problem is that it comes to a point. And by the time you get to the point, you don't have four tvachim. So it says, if the walls are hanging in midair, so that's not a good Rosh Hashayachet, it continues to be a karmelis. However, if it comes, the walls come all the way down to within three tvachim of where it becomes narrow, then we say lavud and it's okay. Or if you fill the bottom of the boat with some sort of reed or whatever, you fill up the bottom, again, once again, you have walls that come all the way down, and you don't have a point anymore, then it's okay. Rav Nachman asked, why don't we invoke the concept of good aches mechista? Let's pretend that the walls on the side go all the way down, why do we care about the edge, the, 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 the sharp point that the boat comes to? And Abai explains that even though Chachamist don't say good aches mechista when it comes to a basket on top of a pole, with the Zemachleikis, but they do agree that if you have a pole that's four Tzvachim wide, and above three Tzvachim from the ground, it narrows down. Over there, since it doesn't come down to a, ver- a very narrow pole, it's still wide, we do say good Aches Mechitzah. What's the difference? Because you don't say, typically, if a goat could go through, or animals could go through, then you can't draw an imaginary line, because at the end of the day, it's not effective as a Mechitzah. But this wide pole 
although it's not four tzvachim at the bottom, but a goat is not going to go through, so it is an effective mechitza. The same thing when it comes to a boat. It's an effective mechitza because goats cannot swim. What about fish? We don't care about fish because fish are not visible and therefore it's an effective mechitza. Ravan also says the same idea, that if you have a hanging mechitza above, let's say, a pit, it's an effective mechitza. Or, similar to what we said earlier, that if you have a 4x4 four four frame, you say, Gorachitz mechitza all the way down to the water. We don't say, oh, but you have fish under there, and they'll ruin the mechitza. Fish do not ruin a mechitza. The Mishnah says, as we learned, that if you have two ships that are connected, tied together, you could carry from one to the other, and the question is, what is the Chiddush? So Rav explains one way that we're talking about that there's a third ship here, a very small ship, a canoe, between them, and you can carry from the large ship to the canoe, even though the canoe is not tied down, and from the canoe to the second large ship. The Gemara asks, but it doesn't mention anything about a third ship, we're talking about two ships, therefore, and Rav Safar uses a very strong language, he says, Moshe, in other words, how do you say such a pshat? So he learns, Rav Safra, that we're dealing with two different owners, and the Chiddush is that you can make Eruv Chatzeros on two ships. I don't think Eruv Chatzeros is reserved for houses. Maybe ships, you can't do Eruv Chatzeros. Could you do Eruv Chatzeros on two cars? Chiddush is, you could do Eruv Chatzeros on two ships. The halacha is, you're not allowed to build a Mechitz on Shabbos, but if one did it inadvertently, or as an Aynas, he was forced to, or he made a mistake, he was misasik, he thought he was making a Mechitz for something else, then it's allowed. The same thing, if you tied the ships together, you're, it goes back, to the heter. If you had a, a two tied ships and you let it carry from one to the other and they became unattached, you could deta- attach them back together. If you have a mechitza on Shabbos that fell down, you put it back even though you weren't supposed to, it's a good mechitza. But if you do it amazed, when it comes to mechitzas on Shabbos, Rav Nachman holds you can't use it, it's a kanat, so we punish you, we say you can't use it. When it comes to tying ships, explains Taisvis, then you could use it even if you did it, bemazed. Because you have the two rishuyas there, all you're doing is you're connecting them, it's this is the rabbi. The halacha is that if you tie a ship with a metal chain to an oil amaze, you have a tent, you have a body there, and it's, there's an oil. What happens is metal, since the Pulse says halal cher, if metal has the same halacha, if it touches a mace, or it's an oil mace, as the mace itself. A mace is a vi avoisatuma. That chain touches the boat. It goes down one madrega to avatuma. That boat touches the vessels in the boat, then the, the vessels become Rishon Latumah. However, if the boat was tied with a regular rope, a non-metallic rope, so the rope becomes, instead of a via Boisatumah, becomes Avatumah, goes down one step. That rope in return is metama the boat one step lower to a Rishon. A Rishon cannot be metama the vessels inside the ship as a Shani. Yet, Shmuel says, that's Allah by Tumah. But by us, you could use any rope you want. It doesn't necessarily have to be a metal rope. It could be a cloth rope as well. Have a wonderful day.